All right. You don't need to stand today. Uh, let's pray and then we'll bring the message this morning. Fathers, we come in the name of Jesus, Lord, this morning. We thank You, Lord, for the Spirit of God, which is the Spirit of Christmas. The true, real Spirit of Christmas is the Spirit of the Lord. And we've sensed that here this morning, uh, Lord. And we pray You'll continue, uh, Lord, to uh, bless us and manifest Yourself and touch people's hearts and help the weak. And, and Lord, uh, help us that, uh, Lord, at this point in our, in our Christian life that, uh, Lord, we may have thought we had already obtained and, and reached it. Help us to realize how much further, how much more there is than what we have this morning. Father, I pray for the lost this morning. They may celebrate Christmas, but they don't really know what it's about. And I pray that they might get Christmas in their heart and leave with Christmas today. And Father, I ask You to help me preach this morning. Uh, bring these few thoughts, Lord, to, uh, to You and ask You to bless them that they might be, uh, Lord, what's needed here today. And we want to exalt and lift up uh, You, Lord. And I can't even do that without you helping me. And I pray for your help today. May the Holy Spirit just come in, take over. And we'll be careful to thank you and praise you in Christ's name. Amen and amen. amen. The Bible said in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse number 6, Isaiah wrote the words and he said, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, uh, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And uh, I'm glad this morning uh, that Isaiah knew something about that. And of course he knew it by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God. Um, it's, uh, someone said a good sermon has a good introduction. And it has a good ending and not much in between. Uh, so we'll try to do that this morning. Uh, it's Christmas time. The spotlight needs to be upon Jesus. Uh, I pray this morning as one old preacher prayed, Lord, fill my mouth with good stuff and let me know when I've said enough. And uh, this morning uh, we want to look here at this verse, we're not actually preaching from that verse, but Isaiah knew what Christmas was all about. Amen. You say, why? Because he said, unto us a son is given. You see, he knew it was all about him. That's really what it's all about. Now, to the world, it ain't all about him uh, because they don't know him. Uh, but to the, those of us that know the Lord... As our Savior, we realize that this month, this, uh, this coming week, the next week, Christmas week, we realize it's all about Him. Uh, the spotlight needs to be turned upon the Lord. Uh, old Brother Walt Ziegler said whenever a preacher takes the platform, he said that is his opportunity to put the spotlight on the Lord. Uh, the world has it on athletes and politicians and everyone else. Uh, uh, but for us as men of God, our job is to put the spotlight on Jesus. Amen. 
And uh, he's all that really matters this morning. Uh, oh, I know with the kids, you know, I, I know they look forward to it and I'm not going to be a killjoy or, or say anything against that. But I'm saying to us this morning, uh, uh, us that know the Lord, mature Christians this morning, uh, we realize it's all about Him. Amen. Uh, we realize that the only gift that really matters uh, is the one that Paul talked about. In, uh, in the book of Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 9 and 15, Paul said, Thanks be unto God uh, uh, for His unspeakable gift. Uh, now that don't mean uh, that you don't speak about it. Uh, uh, what that means is it's undescribable. Uh, uh, there's too much there uh, uh, for you to speak and tell about all that is there. Uh, uh, Paul said that unspeakable gift. Amen. Uh, we realize this morning uh, uh, us that are saved uh, have reached spiritual maturity and idols nothing to us. Uh, and we realize that the only tree that really matters uh, uh, is the one he died upon. Uh, uh, the Bible said over in the book of 1 Peter, uh, uh, the Bible said that he bore our sins uh, in his body uh, upon the tree. Uh, and uh, that's the only tree that really matters. Amen. Uh, uh, we realize that the light that shines the brightest uh, uh, is his light this morning. Uh, uh, for didn't he say, uh, I'm the light of the world? Uh, uh, the Bible said, John said, uh, uh, that he led every man uh, uh, that come into this world. Uh, and so we realize this morning it's all about him. Uh, now, I want to I preach a few minutes this morning out of the Christmas story in Matthew uh, uh, and Luke. And uh, while reading through that this last week, uh, I realized that there is some general... Uh, uh, two word messages uh, uh, for us at Christmas at this time of the year uh, and it's all concerning Him. Amen. Uh, uh, we go over to Matthew 2 and uh, we read that familiar story this morning. And the Bible said, Now when Jesus uh, was born in Bethlehem, I'm glad He was born in Bethlehem of Judea. Uh, because there's other Bethlehems, uh, uh, but he was born in Bethlehem of Judea. Micah said in chapter 5 and verse 2, uh, uh, Micah talked about where he was going to be born. Uh, I know it's him. Uh, you say, why? Because he was born uh, like Isaiah said he would be born. Uh, a virgin would conceive uh, uh, and bring forth a child. Uh, uh, my Bible doesn't say a young woman. Uh, there's a lot of young women. Uh, uh, but my Bible said a virgin shall conceive. Uh, uh, my friend, that is a uh, that is a biological impossibility with anybody except God. Uh, I like what old Dr. Lincoln used to say. He said a kid went off to college, he'd come home, and he told him, said, Grandpa, he said, they told me down at the college uh, it was a biological impossibility. Uh, 
uh, for a woman to have a baby uh, without a man. Uh, and old Dr. Lakin said, you go back uh, and you tell that professor uh, uh, that the first man uh, uh, that ever came into this world came without father or mother. Uh, uh, and if God can make one without father or mother, uh, uh, God can make one without an earthly father. Uh, uh, don't you believe that this morning? And the Bible said them wise men came from the east to Jerusalem saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? The first little two word message that I read in those two verses that I've read. God has a message for us at this time of the year. And what the Lord says, He says, seek Him. Amen. That's what they were doing, wasn't it? They were seeking Him. That's what we need to be doing at this time of the year. And every, every month of the year, and every day of the year, we need to be seeking him. Amen. Uh, you say, preacher, I read in my Bible uh, where it said that there is none that seeketh after God. Uh, uh, yeah, and your Bible's right. Keep it. Uh, uh, it might be true. Amen. Uh, uh, but the Bible says, uh, uh, no man seeketh after God. Uh, that is, uh, until God seeks them. Uh, God always makes the first move, neighbor. Uh, uh, there's not nobody that ever sought God before God uh, started seeking them. Uh, uh, you know, you know what Jesus came. Uh, he came to seek and to save that which was lost. If you're saved this morning by the grace of God, you're saved because He come looking for you. And He found you before you ever found Him. Amen. But I tell you the good news about that. The Bible said seek Him. But the good news about that is that He's findable. Amen. A lot of things you seek, uh, you can't never find. You know, there's, there's things, I like them red Schofield Bibles. They're hard to find. You say, preacher, I found one. It's not an old one. You can find them new ones, but they ain't the old ones. But I like them old red Schofield Bibles. But they're almost a thing of the past. But I look for them all the time. I get on eBay, and I ain't going to tell you what I do because I don't want you to get them before I get them. <laughs> but the other day, the other day it had been several years since I'd found one, and a lot of times you find them and it ain't what you thought it was. Uh, uh, they'll make it look red, but when you get it, it's burgundy. Uh, you'll, you'll get so excited about seeing that red cover if you love them uh, uh, that you'll buy now uh, and then realize it's a new Schofield uh, uh, when it comes. I've been fooled a lot of times like that. Amen. Uh, uh, but the other day I bought this one uh, and uh, it came uh, and I tell you it's in mint condition. Uh, right version. Uh, a red cover. Uh, a first Schofield. Amen. Uh, and if you're thinking you want that for Christmas, forget it. It's not for sale. Uh, uh, amen. Uh, uh, but you know what? I found it. But it looked a long time. But there's some things that are unfindable. Uh, you can't find them anymore. Uh, but I'm here to tell you uh, uh, that if you'll begin to look for the Lord, uh, if you'll begin to 
seek after the Lord, he is absolutely 100% findable. Because the Bible said, Paul, in quoting a poet, Paul said, Paul said, we live and move in him. And he said, if you begin to seek after him, you will find him because he be not very far from any one of you. Uh, he's right there. The Bible said the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth. Amen. Uh, I'm saying the Lord is very close. Uh, I'm encouraged this morning. Uh, you say why a short man can find him. Amen. I'm not a short man, but I know some short men. And I'm glad to tell you this morning that you can find him. You say, how do you know that? Because in Luke 19, there was one little short man, little tax collector, little Jew, and he had heard about him, and he started looking for him. Uh, but you know when he started looking for him, when he heard about him, uh, uh, you know who made him hear about him? God sent the word to him. Uh, amen. It's always God first. Uh, that little old man climbed up a tree and he found Jesus or did Jesus find him? The Bible said Jesus came right where he was. I want you to know, sinner friend, this morning, he knows what tree you're up. I used to coon hunt and squirrel hunt some with dogs uh, and he just might tree you today. Amen. Uh, uh, I remember when I worked at factory, uh, we coon hunted back then, and Brother Johnny Bell come over to my machine, and he said, Brother Rick, he said, you got to go coon hunting tonight. I said, I can't go tonight. He said, you got to go. He said, Tracy Cook's lost. And he said, we got to get him out there and talk to him about the Lord. I said, all right, that changes the whole deal. We're going. We let them dogs loose. And they went off way off somewhere over the hill and we could hear them treeing, uh, but we wouldn't pay no attention. You say, why? Uh, me and Johnny and the Holy Ghost, uh, uh, we had Tracy treed, amen. Uh, and he got saved, amen. Uh, I'm glad, listen, I'm glad that Jesus uh, is findable this morning. Oh yeah, short man could find him. Cripple man could find him. Cripple man can't even walk. That's the way all this was. We couldn't walk. We couldn't walk right. According to the Ephesians 2. But here's a cripple man can't even walk. Somebody brought him and laid him, I guess. But he found Jesus, or did Jesus find him? <laughs> Jesus came right there to where he was. And thank God he made him whole. I'm telling you, listen, he's so findable that a blind man could find Jesus. Amen. Amen. Old blind Bartimaeus sat by the roadside of begging, but he had heard about Jesus. He's looking for Jesus. Well, is he looking for Jesus or is Jesus looking for him? Because the Bible said Jesus came by 
and he heard him. He couldn't see, but he heard him. Uh, uh, you know what a blind man, he can't see, uh, uh, but he can feel. Uh, uh, he can feel his way. Uh, and the Bible said he be not very far from any one of us uh, if we begin to feel after him. Uh, and he said, he said, Jesus, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Uh, Jesus stopped. Did you know the cry of a sinner will stop the Savior dead in his tracks? I like what he's asked him. What would you that I do for you? Amen. That's what he'd like to ask you this morning. What would you that I do for you, Savior? Put your home back together? What would you that I do for you? Heal you? What would you then I do for you this morning? You say, well, I'm not going to ask Him because I don't believe He'd do it. Well, there ain't no use asking. Save your breath. Because if you don't believe it, He ain't going to do it. But I'm glad, listen, I'm glad in the files of this Bible, I'm glad that it says that Jesus, if you seek Him, He is findable this morning. Amen. I'm glad you say, how you know, I found him, he found me, we found each other, praise God. You ought to be seeking him. Isaiah said this, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. He can be found this morning. Now neighbor, I can't make you no promises about tonight or Wednesday night, or next week, or the 2023, I can't promise you you can find Him, but you can find Him this morning. Seek Him. That's what them wise men were doing. They were seeking Him. Look over at Luke 2. Luke the doctor, he gives them some little details, being a doctor that Matthew don't give us. But Luke says, and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augusta that all the world should be taxed. Did you know? Did you know they're they're pushing? They'd like to make a UN tax right now. That text that would tax all the world. You say, what's that saying? Well, they had a had a world tax when it came the first time, at least the world he knew he might just be getting come ready to come again. The Bible might be true. Amen. Amen. You say, why do you look for him to come again? Because he's done been one time. The Bible said this taxing was first made when uh, Serenius was governor of Syria, and there's a tax God was in. Now, God may not be in the ones Biden's doing. Probably not. Be honest with you, I ain't seen God in anything He's doing. Or talking about doing or going to do. You say, well, you shouldn't talk about politics at church. That's what I'm reading about in the Bible right now. And the Bible said, and they all went to be taxed. See, if they hadn't made this tax... God had to somehow get Joseph and Mary over to the place where the Bible said they'd be when he's born. And so they passed this tax. They had to go. And so they went. And the Bible said, Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth unto Judah, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was the house and lineage of David 
to be taxed with Mary as espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And here's the famous verse that God only knows how many Christmas sermons and how many songs have been wrote about verse number 7. And the Bible said she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them at the end. Now that's my yellow ribbon. You say, what's that mean to us? Well, I do a process. I've got a green ribbon where I start. I got a yellow ribbon as I'm going on through. And here's the one you're looking for. The red one where I stop. And we're not too far from it. But the Bible said, you say, what's the message there? Said there was no room. And I'm adding this word. There was no room, the Bible says, for them. I'm adding this word. Uh, uh, there was no room for Him in the end. You say, what's the word, Brother Rick? The word is, not only seek Him, them wise men sought Him, but when you find Him, receive Him. Receive Him, that's what the verse is really saying. You see, that innkeeper, they didn't receive them into the end. You say, why? The same reason multiplied millions have not received in this morning. There's no room. Too much junk in their life. No room for Jesus. Every room's filled with social media, with sinful things, with TV, with worldly things. No room for Jesus. But it don't do no good to find Him if you don't receive Him. The Bible said they said there's no room. It's what people say. Preacher, I'd come to your Christmas play, but we got this going on. Oh, you mean you don't have room for Him? Preach, I'd come to your Christmas service on Sunday morning, but, but we, got, we got this. Oh, you mean you don't have no room for it? The Bible said that the wise men are telling us you need to seek Him and you need to find Him, but you need to receive Him. Uh, you, know what, you know what this deal's like? Got to be anymore? It's like a mother that hadn't been able to have children. God blessed her to have a child. Of course, she was excited. Everybody else was excited. And so, she had a party after she got back up on her feet. Invited family members, the neighbors, her friends. Uh, invited everybody over to her house. Uh, and uh, you know how it is when you get a bunch of women together. No pun intended. But they were talking. They were laughing. They were having a great time. Uh, uh, they were uh, eating and drinking and, and uh, just uh, enjoying the festivity. And after about an hour of that, somebody said uh, uh, to the mother, said, go get the baby. We want to see the baby. And she went back to the room and the baby was gone. And she panicked for a minute. She was frantic for a minute. And then it dawned on her. She took the baby over to her mother's to watch while all the women was there. Now you know what that's like? 
That's like us getting together, having a big time, laughing, frolicking, uh, uh, festivities, all of that. Uh, uh, but we forgot about the baby. Don't forget to bring the baby. Amen. You go all the way through the whole thing. And after it's all over, you realize you didn't have no room for him. You left him out somewhere. No room. Can I tell you, there's no exception. You say, what do you mean? You can't get into heaven if you don't receive the baby. You can't get into heaven if you don't receive him. The Bible said, as many as receive him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even them believe on his name. We had our grand, little grandbaby with us. Uh, yes, the first time we've got to keep him, little Cam. And a uh, little biracial boy. And we got to keep him all day. And uh, so we, we said, uh, and Remy, him and Remy, can't leave Remy out. And we, I, said, I said, y'all want a donut? Stupid question to ask two kids. They said, yes! I said, all right, we're going to the donut shop. Oh, did you go to that new one? No, I went to the good one. We went over to Best Buy Donuts. And I go in and out of there all the time. I, I give that Filipino lady that runs that owns it. I, I give her Bible several years ago. Uh, she lets us put tracks there. Uh, uh, I talk to her when I go in there. And, uh, and uh, most of the time, uh, hardly a year goes by that I ain't in there getting donuts. And I give her a little something extra, you know. And uh, so, uh, so I was leaving. They got their donuts. They picked out what they wanted. Uh, and uh, by the time they picked theirs out, I decided I wanted one. And I got me one, got my wife one. And, uh, and we, uh, I started out with them boys. And, and somebody come running from the back. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. I thought I forgot to pay. <laughs> got more donuts than I supposed to. And I stopped. She had me a Christmas gift. I said, for me? She said, yeah, for you. Well, that blowed me out of the water. You know what I didn't do? I didn't say, I don't want that. You know what I didn't do? I'd say, give that to somebody else. No, I wanted it. I got it. You got anything for me? I want it too. But what I'm saying is, for 2,000 years, God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, and He's hollering at you, and He's holding it out to you, and you walk out Sunday after Sunday and say, I don't want it. Give it to somebody else. Uh, uh, that's the greatest gift that there ever has been given. There's no excuse for not receiving it. Romans 1.20 said we're without excuse. Seek Him. Receive Him. Back to Matthew 2. And there at the end of verse 2, they've sought Him. they received Him. And now, not seek Him, 
receive Him, worship Him. Amen. Amen. Worship Him. The Lord has sent us a little two-word message in this Christmas story. This is what it's all about. It's about worshiping Him. Amen. 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 Look there in verse 11. The Bible said, And they found the child with Mary. We know that's about two years later. But the Bible said they found the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshiped Mary and him. No, sir, didn't say it. You say, I know some folks that's worshiping Mary. They're wrong. They're wrong. We're not supposed to worship our mother, our father, our children, uh, Mary, the Pope, uh, uh, a priest, a preacher. Uh, we're not supposed to worship anything but Him. They worshiped Him. You see, God never does ask a lot of us. The Lord don't tell us a lot. I mean, if He is hungry, would He tell you? Uh, no. I mean, He owns cattle on a thousand hills. All the gold's His. All the silver's His. Why would He ask us for anything like that? You say, preacher, we're supposed to give a tithe. He's just trying to let you get in on a good thing. He's trying to get you to realize He gave you all of that. Not just 10%, but all of it. People fuss about a tithe. People won't give a tithe. You pay your taxes. Now you will fuss about it. If you're like me, you fuss about it. But you'll pay it. You say, why? You don't want to go to jail. You know to pay your tithe. You say, why? You don't want to go to hell. You say, you mean I go to hell for not paying my tithe? I No, you'll go to hell for rejecting Jesus Christ. But if you, re- if you reject Him, you're probably not going to be paying no tithes. But if you receive Him and, re- and realize what He's done for you, what He gave for you, you'll be tickled to death to give Him something. Amen. Worship Him. What is worship? Well, you probably had this experience. Uh, Brother Eddie, before he got saved, he was as bad a sinner as he is a good a saint. And uh, his wife had a cat, and he hated cats. And the cat had got into his plate, I guess, or got into something, and he had had all of it he wanted. And so he took that cat in there and he throwed it in the clothes dryer and he closed the door and he hit start. And that cat went around in that clothes dryer for uh, long enough just not to kill it. And Eddie said when he let that cat out, said its hair was standing straight up. And he said he walked toward it and a spark arced off at four foot to him. You know what worship is? Worship's when you walk around in the living room on shag carpet with your socks on and you go over to get something from your wife and a spark comes. Uh, uh, There's a spark. There's a little electricity there. Uh, uh, You know what worship is? That's when we rub up against God. Uh, uh, We get around God uh, and it ignites something in our soul uh, and something shoots out of us. An amen, a praise, uh, a glory to God, a hand raised, a hallelujah. That's what it is. The Bible said, seek Him, receive Him, worship Him, the Bible says. And then, just a little bit farther, in Luke 2, 
Verse 12, after they worshipped Him, presented their gifts to Him, gold and frankincense and mirth, and then God butts in. And the Bible said, being warned of God in a dream, they should not return to Herod. They departed unto their own country another way. Amen. Seek Him is the message, the general message in this little Christmas scenarios. The Word of God. Seek Him. Receive Him. Worship Him. But lastly, obey Him. The Bible said, and being warned of God in a dream that they should not return unto Herod, they departed unto their own country another way. Friend, that's God that warns you about invitation time. It's not me. I can't get in there. That's God. I speak to the outside. God speaks to the inside. And that's God warning you saying, don't go out of this church house lost again. That's God warning you saying, don't go out of this church house backslidden. Leave another way. Don't come the way you came. You know what we need to do? We need to obey Him. Because see, there were two ways they could go. They could have went back the way they came. Or they could have went back another way. A lot of people on Sunday morning, they go back the way they came. That's the one He warned about. Don't go back the way you came. Go back another way. And if you ever really got saved, you left different than you came. I'm sorry, but this Bible knows nothing about a profession of salvation that makes no change in the individual. The Bible said if any man be in Christ, he's a new, new, new. Got a new home. Got a new love. Got a new name. Got a new book. Amen. It's all new. And Jesus said in Matthew 7, He said, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be that go in thereat. But straight is the gate, and narrow is the way that leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Two ways. You say, why do they call them wise men? Because they're seeking Him. Why do they call them wise men? They're worshiping Him. Why do they call them wise men? They obeyed Him. They departed into their own country another way. They obeyed Him. Wise people obey the Lord. Amen. I read about in New York City, one of them big passenger trains was rushing, making its way through New York City. And there was another train and the tracks crossed and they, they collided and there was a terrible collision and 50 people lost their lives. And when they got out there, they found the engineer. They found that engineer of that train in under the wreckage and the carnage and, and they found him and he was still alive. And that engineer was laying down there and he was moaning and groaning and they found him and he was dying. 
and emotion. They come over there. He said, please, make sure. And he handed them a yellow piece of paper. And he said, please, make sure they understand. Somebody gave me the wrong instructions. I want you to understand, neighbor, this morning, you didn't get the wrong instructions. You got the right instructions. God said, receive Him, believe Him, repent, trust Him. God gave you the right instructions. And you'd be wise this 2022 Christmas season. You'd be wise to receive Him. And you'd be wise this morning to obey Him. The Lord tells people to do other stuff than get saved. That's the main thing. But some of you, most of you done been saved. But what's God telling you to do this morning? You need to obey. This, this, this little two-word message, as you know, in that Christmas story. Seek Him. Receive Him. Worship Him. Obey Him. You want to have a holly jolly Christmas? Do that. Isaiah said, For unto us a child was born. Amen. That's what it's all about. It's all about Him. Now you may be coming down the end this year and you may have been backslidden, cold and indifferent. You may have laid out of church all year long. You may have quit Sunday night and Wednesday night. You may not be getting up in the choir anymore. Won't you fix that right before you go into the next year if God lets us live to go into the next year? Amen. I want uh, y'all to come and sing that first song that y'all did, Brother Seth. And, uh, and I want us, while they're getting ready to sing that, I want us to stand this morning. If you would, I want you to stand and bow your heads and every eyes closed this morning, please. If you would uh, do that, if you just bow your head and